Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am grateful, so grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is dedicated to sharing stories from the heart so that you know while you are on this wild journey of life that you aren't alone. We are in this together and we need one another. Which is why this is not only a podcast, but there is also a community space where we get to gather and get to know more about one another. I invite you to come on by and introduce yourself. Join me in the Soul Circle community. The link is below and it is also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now grab a cup of tea, lace up your sneakers and take me with you on your walk. Let's dive in to this week's episode. I want to begin today a little differently than how I have in the past. And that is with a poem. So settle in. This poem is called Showing Up. It's not easy to choose to live wide open, to wear your heart on your sleeve, share your truest dreams, show up and try something new. It's not easy to put yourself out there, to take a risk, to go after it, to see what will unfold from your choices. It's not easy. But you do it. Time and time again, you show up unsure, leg shaky, never fully ready. You jump in because you know you cannot live closed up. You know you have to try to see what could be. You know to risk means to live. When you cocoon yourself in, you shut out the possibility. Close yourself off from opportunity. Hide your light that needs to shine. If you never risk, you never know. Along the way, there will be bumps in the road. Moments of total failure and perceived embarrassment. Your heart will sink. Tears will fall. You will be crushed, but you will still be able to move on. You will lean on your loved ones. Allow the hurt to wash over you. Trust the process and begin again. You will not allow a speed bump to steer you off course. Continue on, you do. And the magic finds you. Your dreams unfold. And when you least expect it, you are shining brilliantly. This is why you show up time and time again. This is why you risk vulnerability. This is why you lead in, speak your truth, ask for help. This is why you never give up. The course may change. The journey may seem trying. But along the way, the pieces fall together. And the true nature of your dreams reveal itself to you. I had written that poem in July of last year and really needed to hear it again at this time. Because I feel like I'm under construction. I feel like I am beginning again. As if there is this blank canvas in front of me. And I get to choose what I put on it 
But then that also means that I need to make that decision of what's going to go on it. And it's interesting because sometimes it's hard to make that decision, right? Sometimes we're unsure really what we want to put down. And one of the lines that I love about this poem is where I say, time and time you show up, unsure, leg shaky, never fully ready. And that's it, isn't it? We are never, ever, ever fully ready for something that we take on. But we just have to jump in. We have to trust. We have to be aware with how we're feeling inside and really lean into that and be present with it. And just go where the world is taking us, you know? And that never being ready piece of it makes me realize how we are always under construction. We are always building ourselves, adding, sometimes even demolishing and taking away. And what we add is what we know in that moment we need. And what we take away is what we realize we don't need to carry with us anymore. How many times have you carried something with you for so long that it just felt heavy? It felt as if it was weighing you down. And once you finally were able to release it and let go of it and realize you no longer needed to bring this with you, you felt lighter. Oh, so many times this has happened to me in my life. And I know it's going to happen so many more times. There is not a beginning and ending process. That beginning is really when you're born. And that ending is when you leave this life. But all that in between, so much is going to happen. And you're going to build up and you're going to knock down. And it's going to happen each and every day almost, right? It happens to us all the time. And there's this opportunity to construct the future, this opportunity to paint that canvas that's in front of you, write your own story, whatever it is you want to look at it from. But sometimes it's hard to do that. And sometimes it's hard to realize, where do we want to go? And when you look back at this past year and a half and you wonder, what has even happened? And you try to figure out, what could this next week look like? What could this next month look like? What could my future look like? What is it that I want to build? And sometimes it's hard to think so far in the future. And I know I was struggling with that for a bit, especially in September. I just really felt like I was off, that I had no idea what, what was in front of me, no idea where I wanted to go. And it's funny because so many times I have these, oh, how do I even describe it? They're just feelings inside me and there's no words attached to them. It's just this off sort of feeling where I don't totally feel like myself. And when I'm in that space, there are times in the past that I've gotten really cranky, times in the past where I have snapped on people that I love, or I just feel depressed, down, not myself. 
And it's amazing that I have the tool to bring me out of it. But when I'm in it in that moment, sometimes I totally forget about that tool and I don't go to it. And for me, that tool is writing. If I can just acknowledge that in that moment, I need to sit down with my journal and allow the words to pour onto the page, that I can usually unravel what's going on and process it and figure out, oh, this is, this is really the root of it. And this is really what I need to do to keep stepping forward. My journal is my saving, saving grace. And it is what helps me to begin again. Every time that I come to that page, I am beginning again. And I'm starting fresh with a whole new perspective because that page caught all this unraveling and unknown inside of me. And so I had done something that I haven't done in a long time, and that was to actually sit outside at a coffee shop. And I can honestly say I don't even remember the last time that I had done that. When I had lived alone in my wonderful, tiny little studio apartment, I would go either to the coffee shop or to Borders Books. And I don't know who remembers (laughs) Borders Books, but it was so close to my house. It was super convenient to get to. And sometimes being an introvert, I just wanted to be around other people. I didn't want to interact with them. You know, I didn't want to have a conversation with them. But sitting alone in my apartment got lonely. I needed to be around others and observe new things. And if you think about it, even 2020 felt that way in a way where we were looking at the same four walls around us. And maybe where you are, you still are doing that because you might still be in lockdown. It is different all over the world for many of us. And sometimes you just need that change of environment, that change of perspective. Or I should say that change of environment really gives you that change in perspective. And so those used to be my go-tos. Sitting in the coffee shop or hanging out in Borders with my trusty journal, writing. I loved going to Borders too because I would browse and look at all the books and then also read the magazines. Hmm, Who doesn't go to the bookstore to read magazines? Love it. One of my favorite things to do. And so being there, you know, outside of this coffee shop and feeling this freedom where I had the ability to get myself there and I brought along my journal and there was no time constraints of, oh, I needed to be somewhere directly after this. I better get this done quick. I could take my time. And I did just that. And it wasn't only about writing, but it was also about observing the world around me. And even just listening to other people's conversations, you hear how so many people are beginning again. There were these two moms there, and I could only guess from their conversation that they were the class moms, and they were talking about that, and how that's this new new beginning of kids being back in school and having a class mom, because now they're going to be physically in school, and what are they going to do in that environment? There were these other two young kids who are just so sweet 
to watch. I would probably say they were in their young teens and just seeing them explore each other, seeing them explore almost like their boundaries with each other of what, of how deep their relationship was or what their friendship meant. And it was just sweet to watch and amazing to see and recognize that there are these new beginnings all around. Sometimes we feel like we're the only ones starting over. And that starting over doesn't mean something huge is happening in your life. It's just life starting over, that construction, that unraveling of what is going to be next. But everyone is doing it all of the time. If you even think about the sun and the moon each day, the sun rises and it sets. It begins again, day after day after day. And if we can lean in and embrace this and know that nothing is ever going to stay the same forever. We might want it to, right? We may want to hold on so tight to something. A person, a relationship, a job, a home, a vacation, a moment. And we may think if we hold tight, if we hold tight, if we hold tight, it won't end. And maybe it doesn't end, but maybe it shifts. If I think about who I was when I was younger, I am not the same person. Yeah, there are still those core things about me. But I also grew and expanded and became. And if I held on so close to that younger person, I wouldn't be who I am today. Things have to shift and change and morph in order for things to grow. And isn't that what we all want? Growth? With fall upon us, it is here in the East Coast, at least in New Jersey. One of my favorite things to do is watch the colors of the leaves change and then watch them let go. And it's such a valuable lesson because they have to let go. If they clung to the trees, those leaves, those trees would probably fall because the weight of the snow would be too much for them to bear. But the tree and the leaf, they both know that their time has come. They no longer need to stay on. They can let go. And they gracefully and beautifully fall. And could we take that lesson and fall as gracefully as they do? And I know, probably not, right? <laughs> like we want to, but it's so hard. So hard to fall gracefully, to allow yourself to let go of things gracefully. But I want you to know and really truly understand and believe and recognize is that you're not the only one. You're not. Every single human being is going through this, is navigating their own journey, and it will not look the same as yours. But it doesn't mean that we're all not feeling those same emotions and those same basic needs. Everything has its beginning and end. And then there's the messy middle in between. And most often, that is exactly where we're living, in the messy middle, just trying to figure it out. 
and we're not going to figure it all out. And if we can just let go of that attachment, let go of the expectations that we put on ourselves, because really that's what it comes down to, is the wild expectations we put on ourselves to have it all figured out, to do things the most perfectly and wonderful and amazing way. I know for certain I'm the one that puts that pressure on me. No one else is doing it. I can blame other people and say, oh, no, it's coming from my boss or, oh, that's coming from a friend. But no, really, it's not. So much of the pressure I have on myself is because I put it there. And there's times that I need to step back and say, this all doesn't have to be perfect. And you could even just use your house as an example. Like if you're living in your house day to day, things get messy. I can tell you right now, my dishes, they pile up in the sink. And I'll wash them at the end of the day. I'm not washing them as the day goes on. Now, if someone I know is coming over, oh, I feel, you know what? I got to go wash those dishes before they get here. But why? That person that's going to be entering my home, do they care about my dirty dishes? A thousand percent, probably not. Me personally, do I care about what perception they might have about those dishes? Yeah, but why? Those dishes in the sink is not defining the relationship I have with that person. It's not affecting how we're able to interact with each other. It's not changing the mood or becoming a nuisance between what we're trying to do, they're, they're just sitting there. And it's not that friend or that family member, or whoever it is that's coming over, that's saying, oh, before I come, you better make sure. Sink is clear. No, they're not doing that. I'm doing that. I'm the one who needs to recognize it and release it. Allow myself to let go of that expectation on myself that I have to have those dishes done. It's all in our head a lot of the times, right? Isn't it? Do you ever feel that way that you have just totally overwhelmed yourself with the things in your head and they're not reality? And half of them, in my head, really truly don't matter because they're just these crazy wild things that I blew up inside. But how do we do it? I think that's the ultimate question, right? How do we let go of all that? How do we give ourselves a break? How do we begin again without feeling that we have to make it perfect? It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And I wish I had the magic answer, that magic wand to wave over and be like, oh, this is how we do it. You ready? Write this down. But I don't. Nobody does. Personally, I think it comes down to having compassion for yourself and letting yourself show up imperfect. And being okay with that. In fact, 
almost being confident in the imperfection. And what I mean by that is rather than thinking, oh, I need to make an excuse for this or come up with a reason why, fully standing in the truth of whatever that is. And if we go back to my example of the dishes in the sink, the truth is, I always have my dishes in the sink. I'm not going to rush and try to get that done before you come. Because this is life. This is real, messy, imperfect, beautiful, wonderful life. And if you're going to sit there and judge me for those imperfections, maybe we're not meant to be, right? We have to take the risks. We have to leap out of our discomfort. Let our guard down. Allow others in. And we, when we allow them in, don't try to make excuses for things. Really let them see what's there. And one caveat I want to say to this is not everyone deserves to be let into your inner circle. There are going to be people who, they don't deserve it. Because for whatever reason, maybe they have hurt you before. Maybe they're just not your person. But there's going to be those people who are your people. And when you have them, you know them, you love them, you cherish them. And you allow yourself to have grace around them. You allow yourself to be able to show up as you are. Your hair might be messy. You might be in your pajamas, right? That's all a part of it. And you allow yourself to be in that and in that imperfection you grow. In that messiness, you find your way. And you discover, even together, what's next. And I think so often we're trying to begin again alone. We're in the, in the construction zone. We have our hard hat on and our hammer and we're ready to go. But we've put up that yellow caution tape and we're not allowing anyone else to pass except ourselves. Because you think, oh, I need to do the demolition on my own. I need to be the one to knock down these walls and toss away the junk all by myself because what's here might be embarrassing. But oh no, gosh, that's the time most when we need each other. It is absolutely when we need to lean on those ones that are in our inner circle and allow them to see what's going on, you know, lift up that curtain. That just made me think of the Wizard of Oz, you know, when the man behind the curtain is talking and then the, I don't know, does the curtain part or does it raise? And you really see what's behind there. And it's interesting because when I was in kind of this space of like, I'm not feeling myself. I'm not answering my friend's phone calls. Um, seldomly, you know, reaching out to them. Avoiding doing certain things, definitely avoiding. And then I said to myself, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just pushing, pushing people away, building this wall so that they can't see 
my uncertainty so that they can't see what's going on because I'm not fully sure what's going on. I just know something's off. And it's, it's easy to build that wall. It's easy to push people away to, to not want to truly express what's going on because you might not have the words for it. You might not know yourself. And that's exactly how I was feeling. I really had no idea what was going on. I just knew I wasn't me. Something was off, whatever that was. And it doesn't mean that also that you might ever really pinpoint what that is. But maybe you find your way to navigate out of it. And so I was avoiding everything. Any email I got from someone reaching out, you know, not reaching out even like what's going on with me, just saying, hey, phone calls from friends, not returning them. Friends wanting to make plans, totally avoiding it. And then I picked up the phone and I made a phone call to a friend and I didn't even say, you know, something is off. But as we're talking, she started sensing it and it came out and it felt so good to talk about it and so good to say, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is that I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know, that something is a little awry here. And even in just having that conversation, there was, there was no like wide open moment to be like, oh, this is it. And this is what you need to do. No, none of that. It was just me really saying, I don't know what's happening, but I know something's happening and giving a voice to it. And sometimes that's all we need to do is give a voice to whatever is going on. And once we do that, we almost take away the power it has on us and that hold it has. And it allows us to open up and see from a different perspective or to have also somebody hold up a mirror and reflect what they might be seeing and to just hold your hand and walk with you along the way on the journey. 99% of the time, that is what we need, just someone to walk with us, to wipe away the tears, to not have the solution, but just to be able to sit there, be heard, be seen. That is the biggest gift you could ever, ever give someone is to hear them, to see them, to let them know that no matter what, you are there for them. And after that conversation with that friend, I felt a little bit lighter. I had a little more energy in me. I started to feel a little more myself. And we never pinpointed, you know, what was going on with me. But it was the beginning to this opening. I turned to my notebook a couple days later. I started pouring things onto the page. I found my way outside into the fresh air. We need these small moments where we are able to say, I don't know. And usually in those I don't know moments, it is a new beginning. It's an opening into a new place that we've never ventured on before. Or that we might want to venture onto, but are unsure how to get onto that on-ramp, right? Be gentle with yourself. Hold yourself close. 
And when you feel like you're shutting out the world, I encourage you to find someone that you can invite in. Someone that you know you can take the journey with. Who's going to walk beside you. And maybe you feel like you don't have that person in your life. And that's where I invite you to come over to the Soul Circle community. And in your head, you might be seeing, hey, Jennifer, you're crazy. There's no way I'm going to show up and tell a stranger what's going on with me. But sometimes it's way easier to tell a stranger than it is to tell someone in your circle. Because those people in your circle, they might already have this perception of you, right? They know you in a certain way or in a certain light. And so they might have these expectations. But a stranger doesn't have that, right? Not at all. A stranger doesn't see that. They just see you as you are showing up. Which is one of the most amazing reasons why I love going to retreats is because you meet people who are meeting you for the first time and you can be exactly who you are without any of those preconceived notions. And I have had so many wild moments of heart-opening connection with these strangers at the time that I met that ended up becoming dear friends. Because there wasn't that initial thought in their head of like, oh, okay, you're Jennifer. When you were younger, you were super shy. You didn't talk to anyone. You've been gaining your voice. Now you are this person. Now you're doing this. Okay. And almost have yourself in that box. No, they don't know that history. They don't know anything about you. They just see you. They just saw me showing up and almost not even realizing that I'm an introvert because in that environment, I was way more outgoing and talkative. They just take you as face value. Beautiful. So yes, that is what the Soul Circle community is as well. This place where people will take you as you are. So come on over. Share. Know that that circle is yours to lean into. Oh, I'm so grateful for you. So grateful for this opportunity to be able to show up here and share with you. And connect in a deeper way by using my voice and speaking from my heart and know that everything I say comes right from my heart and it's in the moment. And there are times I may stumble over my words, but that's just because it is raw and in the moment. And I'm grateful for you being here and soaking it all in. But before we go, we are going to do something that I do every week. And that is to give you a writing prompt. So grab your notebook. And for today, I want to think about this idea of being under construction and how we are always in this world of beginning and ending and living in that messy middle. And so begin with the words, I'm building. I'm building. And go from there. What is it you are building? And that doesn't mean that it is completely finished. It doesn't mean that you might not have even started. 
but it's something that is happening. It's something that's in a construction mode. Maybe you have the blueprints for it and that's as far as you've gotten. Maybe you're so close to finishing, you just need to put in that final nail, but doing that final step is so hard. Or maybe you're in the thick of it, things are everywhere, dust is settling, and you're not unsure where to go next. Allow yourself to explore whatever it is on the page and see where you go. So again, start with the words on building and take it from there. Thank you so much for joining me here. I will be back next Sunday with another episode. And until then, I wish you a wonderful week ahead. I look forward to connecting to, with you in the Soul Circle community. And we will talk soon. Mm-hmm.